0: The following audio drama is rated PG for Pretty Good. You should experience lots of explosions with no body parts and a couple of swears. Parents should be ready to cover their ears.
1: Hi, this is Rich Wentworth. Mike McQuilkin and I created the sci-fi comedy adventure show Hadron Gospel Hour. Thank you for listening to Hadron Gospel Hour, Episode 18, The Henchman Club, or Waiting for the Dough.
2: Now, if you'll just wait in here, Mr- Oh, hey no Oh, yes. The anonymity agreement. Um, admittedly non-standard, but nonetheless binding under the current circumstances. My apologies, Mr. Troy. Hey, watch it. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. Non-standard protocol tends to be one of my weaker programs. You don't say. Yes, well, no need to, but- Anyway, you can wait here with the other candidates.
3: Candidates for-
2: Well, clearly, you are all here to display potential eligibility for- <gasps> no! no. Uh, yeah, ouch. Anonymity agreement. Almost got me. Quite clever, Mr. Hey, Trite. seriously? Damn. are you aware that? I
3: mean, how long have you even been doing this? Well,
2: I've been working at this location for approximately... Guys, Well, I suppose I should just introduce you to the other... I should go.
3: Well, he was useless. <coughs> Anyone know why we're here? Well... Besides the ASMR, of course. You
4: really think we're all here just for the random noise, pal? Whoa!
3: I wouldn't have put my money on Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response as the subject that got one of you to open their damn mouths, but I'll take it. Yeah, it's possible. I know that's what got me and a bunch of other folks I know into the henchman biz in the first place. What?
5: Excuse me, but what makes you think that we're all...
3: henchmen? Well, I know that's what I am. Also, I gathered some bits from what our loose-lipped concierge divulged whilst he was attempting to maintain a vague grasp of the concept of
1: anonymity. This is ridiculous. So I'm right. You guys are henchmen too? No. I am. Well, I am too, but what I'm talking about is the absurd notion of this audio motivation. Ridiculous. Really? So what was it that brought you into
3: the intergalactic hench fray? A multitude of reasons, wise guy.
1: None of which are any of your business.
6: Yeah, this is an A and B conversation, so you can see your way out of it. <laughs>
3: yeah, I know it's an A and B conversation. I'm A. You, Jamokes are B. So? You've acknowledged that there's a conversation going on, and insinuating that the conversation is
1: exclusive, binary, so were I to leave it...
4: <sighs> I've already had enough of this guy.
1: Okay, okay, be that as it may. Back to the absurd declaration of the origin of this henchman motivation. I, for Shh. one... What's
3: that sound like to you? I rest my, hey! A Product Corp Refreshment Reconstitutor 9000. Don't mind if I do.
0: Put the Product Corp branded reconstituted beverage down. Excuse me? You want to be excused? By all means, there's the door. Don't let it spontaneously lose pneumatic pressure and sever a limb on the way out, buddy. Has that happened more
6: than once here to Who the hell are you? My
0: name is Beth. You may not know me, but my employers know all of you. Leave if you want, but there's a sizable compensation for your participation here. Come on. Take a gander at the DigiBoard. These are our two subjects and the reason you are all here. Easy money to a completer.
6: You want us to, uh, ace these two? Not
0: at all. You never have to leave the confines of this room. This is an information gathering mission. We want all the information you can provide on Dr. Francis Oppenheimer Valdini and Mike Wilkinson.
7: In the year 2008, in a secret underground lab beneath the Large Hadron Collider, Dr. Oppenheimer Valdini was experimenting with a way to weaponize the so-called Hadron Effect and create the most destructive force ever known to mankind. A freak accident caused the Hadron weapon to misfire, tearing a rift in the fabric of space-time, remaking our world in the parallel timelines of the multiverse into an infinite succession of horrors. Mike Wilkinson, IT guy by day and indie filmmaker by night, was snatched from his world and thrust into a terrifying dimension of madness and pseudoscience. Now. Oppenheimer and Mike roam the multiverse, chronicling the end of all that is. Desperately trying to find a way to heal the rift and restore order to the timelines. The only way they know how, by hosting a podcast.
1: Hadron Gospel Hour, written by Michael McQuilkin and Richard Wentworth. Starring Richard Wentworth, Michael McQuilkin, Lisa McQuilkin, Michael Atkinson, and Kevin Harrington. With Rich Faymanville. Wendy McLean, Steve Schneider, Tim Conway, and Katie Falvey.
0: Lady. Off to a bad start already, Frank. What?
4: You sure you don't want to go with, hey there, little miss? Oh, come on. I just thought we weren't using names here. Henchman Code. Yikes. She
5: already gave us her
4: name. Yeah, nice and Slick. Oh,
3: shut
0: up. It's real simple, folks. Henchman Code is null and void here. You are on our ship, and there's no way off until you spill the beans. So dump the archaic BS dude code and start working together, and most importantly, start remembering any encounters with these two targets.
6: I don't know about these jerks, but I've been on hundreds of missions. I doubt I can pick out two faces from a lifetime of hyper-effective
1: client goal-reaching assists. Nice humble ace. Yeah, what are you, 28?
0: I almost carted you walking in here, I.H. Look, this room is equipped with a memory augmentation system. There are hundreds of nanomics and cams in the walls. You start remembering out loud and they'll start augmenting with holographic projections of interpolated information. From that, we should be able to establish a rough approximation of potential current locations.
4: Is there any sort of deadline for this information? We have lives, you know.
0: We'll start the deadline at two hours. After that, I'll start raising the temp in here five degrees a minute should be enough motivation for you bottom-feeding jerkwad. Hey! No need
1: to be yeah, how about a modicum of respect, huh?
0: You aren't being paid for respect. You're getting paid for results. Two hours.
1: We actually aren't getting
4: paid. Yeah, I haven't seen a penny yet. Don't sign anything. I ain't signing
3: nothing. Okay, guys. The sooner we get to the task at hand, the sooner our benefactors can most likely kill us. So, information. Let's dispense with the code baggage first. I'm Judd. Henchman.
5: I am IG-86. Henchman, nice to meet you.
3: Mutual. I'm called Stranger. Stranger... Just Stranger. Okay, that's fine. Not on the super descriptive side as titles go. Like I care. Hey, it's your choice. It's just, you know. What?
5: We are all strangers, technically. We are.
3: Shut up. Hey, she called you I-H.
6: That stand for anything? Yeah, ironically handsome. Shortened I-H... Just one of those names that kind of stuck. Not sure what the first part means, but I'm down with handsome.
4: Huh. Also a henchman, by the way. Got it. And I'm Frank Tobleston, henchman. No job is too big or too dangerous. Is that your your real name? Yep. Like you were born, Frank Tobleston? Born and raised in Revere, Massachusetts. Right by the Kellys on the beach. Little red house. Went to Pope John High. My sister did, too.
3: She was a year ahead of me, but... Hey, for the really dangerous missions, you should probably adopt a,
4: you know, less implicating name. Yeah, like, uh, full disclosure. Hey, just because you cowards hide behind silly villain names doesn't make you any tougher or more skilled than me. Nope, the fact that I'm tougher and more skilled than you takes care of that. (laughs) Ha! I I think not. Whoa, there's a zinger. Looks like Frank's got your number, stranger. Better stand down. Laugh it up, chumps. I'll be busy laughing all the way to the bank. How so? I think I remember these guys. Really? Yeah. It was about, uh, it's about six months ago. I was working a detail
8: in Cubopolis. We have arrived at a location in close proximity to the Esmeralda fragments previously detected. Excellent.
1: Ashley, can you get a more precise read now that we've arrived on Cubopolis? Affirmative, Doctor.
9: It should only take a few
1: moments. Holy cow. Look at all these cubes. They're stacked at least ten stories
10: high. These conditions are... Efficient?
1: Yes, I agree. Most impressive. I may meet you
10: halfway at appallingly efficient, but that's as far as I can muster. This place is like a morale elimination plan. I suppose
1: you'd rather go with the neo-hippie open-spaced design, Michael. An environment with minimal productivity, save giving rise to elastic band and nerf-based warfare. This joint could definitely use a nerfolution. Michael, wouldn't you agree that an organic machine of singular purpose works best if you can clearly see all the parts that are and aren't working? Look! Those
8: workers are piggybacked and sharing a single monitor.
1: See, Michael? Where there's a will, there's a way. Lack of equipment be damned.
10: I'm pretty sure the guy on top is dead.
1: Yes, well... Confirm, Mike. Ashley, how are you doing with those coordinates?
10: The
9: fragments are definitely on this floor. One of the corner offices.
1: Well, as expected, we will have to search some of these potential offices. Are you sure this idea of yours will work, Michael?
10: Trust me, nobody ever questions what we're about to do. Pardon Dear Lord!
1: What are they like... Twelve of you sharing a computer? Seventeen, actually. Can one or all of us help you? We're from the IT department. Uh, We'll need to get to your computer.
5: (laughs) IT? What? IT department? What are you, some kind of time traveler from the 90s? Well,
1: I don't see how that's any
10: business of yours. Uh, Close. My associate here is actually a uh, cyberpunk enthusiast.
1: Yes, a cyberpunk enthusiast. Uh, The name's Gibson. Bill Gibson. But you can call him Shadow Dancer Prime. Absolutely not.
8: Ah, I see. That explains the skull face. Retro tastic. And they say all of you infrastructure solution and network culture technology facilitators are a bunch of boring jerk
1: Who says this? And why is everything a friggin' technology? Hey, hey look, we weren't trying to... Network you, culture technology?
8: Whiskey tangle, Foxtrot.
1: Look, if you don't mind, we have a zero-day infestation that needs tending, and we have a lot of workstations to get to. Workstations. Okay, everyone, make room. The sooner they complete their job, the sooner all 17 of us can get back to work on this single machine. Thanks for your compliance. Uh, should only be a few moments gives new meaning to the term pressing the flesh, eh, Michael? I'm sure they can still hear you, Doc. We can. Yes, excellent. Have Ashley run an isolated scan.
9: Confirmed, Doctor. Scanning. Wrist card?
1: Well, Michael, so far so good.
10: I wonder how Higsby's faring. You sent him by himself to another office? Don't you think
2: that... Don't you think that will arouse some suspicion? Suspicion? Shh! You'll slow them down!
8: And change your cursor from an arrow to a cascading trail of hearts oh, well that's what i'm talking about i had previously believed this arcane operating system shell customization to be widely considered a nuisance Higgsby, any luck ah hello mike no fragments detected here i'm afraid fragments shh
4: don't you want to hear about the mysterious hollow to urchid souls
8: yeah same here
10: let's meet at the final office at the end of this uh uh, cube tower of productivity.
8: Affirmative. Hey,
1: Look, I pay you good money, tobleston I expect you to protect me no matter what the situation. Or projectile.
4: Uh, spit wasn't part of the deal. Of
1: Course it is. Sputum, bullets, plasma
4: rays, cars. More sputum. Can we not use the word
1: sputum? I'll use whatever word to describe expectorate. I damn well please. Shh. What the hell was that?
4: I think it's knocking. What-ing? That's definitely
1: knocking. I've never heard that sound in my life. Pardon us. Who the? They look like workers, sir. Yes, sorry to disturb you, uh, sir. Uh, We are, however, quite intent on making this interruption as brief as possible. Henchman Frank, what should we do? I've never spoken to a worker in my life.
4: But as boss, aren't you... Well,
1: in an effort to hurry this along, uh, let me answer that first one. We're here for a small part of something we lost. A fragment inconsequential and useless to you, but we've been chasing it down for hours in your facility, uh, finally narrowing it down to this very location. Fragment! In my office! Tobleson, do we have any fragments in here?
10: Not that I'm aware of. You wouldn't be aware of it. It's infused in another object. In this case... A miniaturized
8: Newton's cradle sitting atop the desk.
1: What? My relaxation device! No way do I part with this!
8: Relaxation device?
1: You can't tell me! That's not the most soothing sound you've ever heard!
8: Mike. My- energy is quite soothing.
10: Oh, yeah. It's right up there with Eno's early ambient stuff. All right, you three.
4: You heard the man. Time to leave.
10: Not so fast, henchman Frank Tobleston.
4: When you say it like that, I feel like you're making fun of me.
1: Not at all. Not at all.
4: Look, where I lack in anonymity, I excel in protective capacity, intuitive prowess, and a solid work ethic.
1: Ah, that sound again! Must counteract abrasive noise with soothing relaxation device. Did you really believe we'd come barging in here as politely as we did without some sort of airtight contingency? Come in.
2: Ah, uh, sorry to interrupt, sir. You may not know me, but I work here.
1: Me, me Correct. Too. I don't know
2: you. Yeah, well, I thought you should see this. It's in everyone's email.
1: One, everyone has the right to work, to free choice of employment, to just and favorable conditions of work, and to protection against unemployment... What in the hell is this? Uh, not, not sure. Number sir. two, everyone without discrimination has the right to equal pay for equal work. I'm sorry. Is this some sort of joke? A joke, perhaps, that started the whole industrial world crying. What's that you've got there, young man? Oh, well, about a, a minute later, this, this one came in. Number three. Everyone who works has the right to just and favorable remuneration, ensuring for himself and his family an existence worth of human dignity and supplemented, if necessary, by other means of societal protection. What in the... See?
8: We've been busy. Zero-day virus. What? Masquerading as infrastructure solution and network culture technology facilitators intent on removing a zero-day release computer virus. We
10: actually planted one. Well, that
1: doesn't make any sense. Give it a rest, Frank the Henchman. Son of Allow a- me to cut to the chase. What you have there is a timed email-based spam blast, with text originating from the Declaration of Human Rights, as created and cultivated by the Human Rights Commission of our world's United Nations in 1948. This particular section is Article 23, Identifying and Bridging Workers' Rights with Human
10: Rights. Pretty inspiring stuff so far, huh, guys?
1: Well,
8: yeah. Maybe, I, I yeah, guess so. probably. What's your angle here?
10: Give us the fragment.
1: Or? Or we release the remaining text from Article 23. Workers, cover your ears. Uh, yeah, absolutely. sure.
2: Yeah, we yeah. can definitely do okay. that, sure.
1: Doing it. What's in the remaining text? Oh, nothing really. Just some primitive legal jargon. Rather dull passages intended for the General Assembly. Oh, and something else you might find interesting, actually. Something... Uh, the right to form trade unions. <clears throat> Give me a moment. Up to hell with this. Higgsby, begin the extraction.
2: Affirmative. No, hold on. Ashley,
1: could you open a rift portal if you don't mind? Not at all, Mike.
8: Incoming. Extraction complete. Also, the Newton's cradle device was unharmed. Ah,
1: see? All that fuss for nothing. You get to keep your noise torture device after all.
8: Alright, let's get out of everyone.
10: I second that emotion. Take care, everyone. Oh, and Frankie T. Henchman, tell your boss we released the whole article on trade and workers unions already. It's just too good to sit on, you know? A parting
1: word of advice. Embrace the storm. Well, that was a... (laughs) Henchman Frank, you're fired. I figured.
3: Whoa. That was kind of crazy.
6: Yeah, like watching someone else's dream.
1: Yeah, dream of being a shitty henchman. Nice.
6: (laughs) Real nice. (laughs) Good one. So, these guys are looking
0: for fragments or something?
3: Yeah, seems that way. And they can teleport, too, so... Bonus there. That's a
0: decent start, boys. Who's next?
3: I got nothing, disembodied voice lady. Person. Person. What's up with those fragments, by the way?
0: Never you mind, wise guy. That information is need to
6: know.
3: Oh, well, then you should definitely tell us, then. I need to know. Me too. Yeah, me too. Frank needs to know because it's what got him fired. Shut up. No, it didn't. Yeah, guys, come on. His glaring ineptitude took care of that.
1: (laughs) Shut up twice. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Oh, this should be good.
1: Michael, I found the part we needed to repair the vending machine. Let's get a move on. This planet sized junkyard is far too perilous to linger. Just a
10: sec, Doc. How's this, Cyrus? A chainmail glove, forearm length. Uh, it's missing a few fingers. Say, that's
9: promising. What's the color look like? Is it close to my complexion, at least? Well,
10: no. It's more, uh, you know, metally. Skip it.
1: Next. Michael. I have the part we came for. The chances of your finding an acceptable sheath for,
9: uh... Cyrus!
1: Cyrus's cybernetic are slim to none, I'm afraid.
9: Not accurate, Doctor. We have scanned and identified at least 32 arm-like artifacts in the immediate vicinity.
1: It's taking far too long. And as previously stated, we have the part we came for. Also, for some reason, I haven't been able to shake the Devo-inspired Weird Al masterpiece Dare to be Stupid out of my head since we arrived. Come on, Doc. Give it a few more minutes.
10: Why do you care about that ancient vending machine anyway? Just
1: grab another one. Are you anticipating a need for a vending machine capable of accepting credit cards or smartphone swipes? (sighs) Ah, your generation and its disposable culture. Uh, you're only like ten years older than me. Frivolously acquiring the latest gadget, never allowing for the time nor energy required to establish any sort of bond or connection with it, never acknowledging its spiritual function and long-term impact.
10: You know, you're right. I should be singing to it more, confiding in
1: it. Telling it my secret. You'd miss that particular vending machine were it not there anymore. I'm certain
10: of
9: next it. Next arm candidate is approximately 400 yards north from your current position. I got a good feeling about this next one. Dark.
10: I see it. It looks like a crocheted
1: long glove.
9: Really? What color?
1: All kinds. Dozens.
9: Can you narrow it down to like the ten most prominent shades?
1: Good grief. We need to leave.
9: Hey! It's not my fault that these wrist comms are audio outlet. Curious, doctor. The decision to use a pan-dimensional communication device limited to audio broadcast does appear to hinder our progress.
1: Well, I wouldn't say it hinders it. Poppycock! Audio is a perfectly effective means of communication. As long as we utilize the bottomless well that is language and sound, there is no limit to what we can show.
10: Yeah, just use your imagination, Cyrus, and the whole thing is personalized for you. Creating a transformative and intimate experience. Like you're part of the action.
9: Such a romantic notion! I love it!
10: Excellent. What's this now? Some kind of guard droid? Guard droid?
5: What's his abs
10: look like? I told you we should have left. Guard droid. Ha, ha. No, no, I am
1: IG-86. Very human. Trust me. Human,
5: you say? Yes, sir. Planet Earth. Born and raised. The name's IG-86, but my friends call me, uh, Ignatius 86 the third. All friends are human, by the way. Of course
1: they are. Verbose ones at that.
5: What brings you folks to this neck of the woods?
1: Oh, we were just leaving, actually.
5: <laughs> Several possible
9: arm candidates within 20
5: yards. Actually, not... Oh, you're looking for arms? That's not a problem. Here, let me pull a few out for you and you can take your pick. Like most humans always say, we crave options and variety. Right? I always say that! Yeah. Humans always say that for sure.
10: Yeah, if I had a human nickel for every human interaction, that included those human words. I,
5: I hear that, other human. Okay, here's one. How about this? How about what? Will this arm cover do?
1: Um... You have produced and are currently holding a plasma rifle of dubious function. Oh, really? Mmm...
5: Could have sworn it was an arm. A human arm, anyway. This is going well. Scanning. No need. Here. How about this one? Oh, dear. Nice specimen.
10: Yeah, that's clearly a shovel.
5: Is it? How human are you again? Oh, plenty.
9: Like, at least 80, 90 percent. Analysis indicates 0.09 percent organic matter. See?
1: All right, team. Show's over. Let's get back to the... You don't believe me? Uh, Not one bit. Look, uh, man, it doesn't matter if... Turing test. Turing test. Turing test.
5: I'll take one right now.
1: You'll subject yourself to a Turing test. Right now. That's right. I'll show you human... I mean, we humans, that I... All right, let's get this over with. Michael, would you do the honors? Um,
10: okay. So, uh, man, got any plans for
5: the summer? Sure do, man. Thanks for asking. I plan on taking a journey to see my Canadian girlfriend, Eliza, during the time around the solstice. Upon disembarking from the vehicle, I will approach her, grapple, and make appropriate guttural sounds as we aggressively mash the front part of our heads together in an ostentatious manner designed to signify and advertise an exclusive intimate partnership to all within viewing distance. We will then go back to our point of origin, where we will hibernate until such time as our next pre-programmed course of action is made apparent to us, be that a hunting,
9: gathering, or self-defense protocol. Huh. That's a fail. Oh, come on. Really? I would've said the same thing, probably. Let me attempt Buddy,
10: don't worry about it. We don't carry the way. You don't. Definitely not. Nope. Look, you approached us in a friendly manner. You're helpful, <clears throat> trying to be helpful, you haven't shot us yet. Uh, those are all pretty stand-up qualities, if you ask me. Uh, human or non-human. Oh, good then. I am
2: glad.
9: Shall we embrace them, human to yeah, human?
1: Absolutely not.
9: Guys, get out of there.
5: Uh,
10: so we gotta go. Anyways, thanks for the non-working plasma rifle and shovel. Don't
5: forget the crocheted rainbow glove! Oh, right. Here
1: you go. Okay, farewell. Let's go. Later, man.
5: Later, other man. IG-86. Did you get rid of them? Uh, affirmative. The intruders just left, uh, fled with some sort of portal. They didn't take anything, did they? Negative. Uh, well, yes. A shovel. A shovel. And a glove. Also a plasma rifle. <sighs> Sir, you're not upset, are you? I am unable to detect your current mood. Facial recognition is not an option, as this con is audio only. Use your imagination. Yeah.
4: Looks like I'm not the only one getting fired around here. Even robots get it rough around these guys. If you don't mind, I
5: prefer Mandroid.
4: Mandroid? That sounds pretty elite. Thank you. I'll
3: call you the .09%.
0: Excellent. Who's next?
3: Speaking of 0.09%ers...
0: How about you, smart guy? Any of these reconstructed visuals triggering some of your memories? Nope. That figures. I was hesitant to include you in this job. You came up on the list of potential subject interaction, but there's not a lot of background information on you. Not much of a henchman, are you?
3: Yeah, well, I like to keep a low profile when I'm doing other folks' dirty work. Unlike some people I'm talking to at this
1: very moment. What
0: the hell is that supposed to mean?
1: It means he's not impressed with you. And neither am I. What? Well, I... Hold on. I'm getting something. Michael, we're running out of time. Have you and Higsby found the fragments we seek? Always with the running out of time.
8: Negative, Doctor. Some force in the area appears to be blocking my ability to pinpoint an exact location. What?
1: But as a Higgs boson particle, you should be able to... What could possibly... there's no time. I've got an idea how you can stall, though. Stall?
10: How so? You've got to get out there on stage for this interplanetary talent competition. That'll give Higsby and I a
1: chance to... On stage?
10: I... Look, I know what you're going to say. I have no talent to speak of, Michael, save a meandering approach to long-term problem-solving and a flair for colorful outbursts. As a matter
1: of fact, that couldn't be further from what I was about to say. Joking.
8: Apparently, Doctor, this planetary location in our present timeline has a decidedly profound lack of exposure to one particular form of stagecraft.
10: Ventriloquism.
1: Ventriloquism? Michael, while I appreciate your lackluster attempt at absurdist humor in the face of my very real and quite numerous talents, I, I do not count the art of throwing one's voice as... Good Lord. See? Higsby's already found a puppet for you. Hideous beyond measure. Those, those eyes.
8: The eyes? What do you see in them, Doctor? Nothing.
1: Isn't that enough? Come on, Doc. Ten minutes on stage and we'll be out of here. Michael, I've already told you I've never thrown my voice.
8: I believe we have that aspect covered, Doctor.
1: Good evening, ladies and germs. My name is Dr. Francis Oppenheimer Valdini. And this creature resting atop my leg is my somewhat grotesquely constructed friend.
9: Ashley, pleased to meet you. And watch it with the grotesque stuff, by the way.
10: Yes, excellent. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, here's one. Able to extract his
8: Affirmative feet? Affirmative, Mike. Beginning extraction. Hey,
10: what are you two doing back here? Well,
6: well, well. A couple of backstage thieves. Isn't this ironic? You two, get over. Hold up. What was that again? Ah, uh, I caught a couple of
10: backstage thieves. Sorry, no. After that.
6: Isn't this ironic?
10: Right, That. No, none of this is ironic. There is no irony in our present situation. What
6: are you talking about? I got the drop on you. That's fine. And true.
10: And true. That's fine and true. But. But. Not ironic. Not ironic. Get
6: out of here. Of course it is.
10: Just saying. I hear people use that phrase all the time. You hear people use that phrase incorrectly all the time. Like we
1: are hearing
6: now, for instance. Like now. Why I oughta.
1: And now, ladies and gentlemen, I will attempt to drink this delicious, unaltered seltzer from an untampered can as my diminutive friend regales you with a tale of wonder.
9: I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tannhäuser Gate. All those moments will be lost in time. Like tears. In rain.
10: Okay, pal, look. Put the blaster down for a sec. We'll help you out. Oh, you will? Yeah. Give us an example of something you consider ironic, and we'll tell you if it is or isn't. Deal? Example of... Okay, fine. Easy.
6: Rain on your wedding day.
10: Not irony. Nope. Okay,
6: um... You get a free car ride from a friend, but you're already late for the...
10: Irony. Never was.
6: Seriously? Uh, How could that not... Jeez. Okay, okay, how about this? You receive good advice from someone, but you are unable to take it as you...
2: Not irony. Not irony.
6: Uh, Come on! (sighs)
1: <sighs> we're just trying to help. Ashley, is it true what I've heard through the grapevine?
9: What's that, doctor?
1: You can do impressions.
9: That is true, doctor. Do you think that the audience would like to hear some? Oh, no,
1: no, no. Well, based on that response, I'd say we are out an impression,
4: Ashley.
9: Okay, here it goes. We are unable to to doctor.
1: Excellent! Ashley, would you mind opening the portal? Fine. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've been a lovely audience. We'd love to take you with us, but. alas. Good night!
6: <laughs>
1: wow. Just.
6: I told you I saw them before!
1: No, not that. What? You really have no idea what the hell irony means. Hey, you <laughs> shut up!
0: Good <laughs> Okay, boys, keep it up. Just a few more and we'll have all the information that we'll need to... Uh, well, just keep it
1: Look, up. lady, we already told you. Some of us never met these jerks. Yeah, how can you be so sure your
3: data on us is correct?
0: Oh, we're perfectly sure. Everyone in this room has met with and interacted with the two targets in some capacity. Everyone? Everyone.
3: Well, speaking of irony... You know what's glaringly obvious? What's that? We all suck at being henchmen. Good
7: one. Speak for yourself.
3: we Will do, stranger. Hey, anything popping in your strange head yet about these guys? Mm, nope. I'm not convinced. Me neither. Well, that's your problem. Hey, fake boss lady. Want to throw the pics of the two targets up on the big screen for us?
0: Okay, and it's just boss, by the way. The real one, as far as you lowlifes are concerned. Look,
4: there's no need. Uh, we, we already saw Let's that. Let's just be sure. There they are. What's it gonna be, stranger? Anything? Nope. Nope.
10: <laughs> Damn it! Told ya. Man, I'm completely
1: wired after our sparring session with those combat bots. Agreed, Michael. Exhilarating. It's as though we cut through the air before us with unfettered power and purpose. Yeah, I just wanna punch something. You two, hands up! Hands up, you say? Don't mind if we do, Lackey. Ready, Michael? Yep. Karate! One inch punch! <laughs> Excellent. One down and... Well, that's it, I guess. All henchmen accounted for. Mission accomplished, I'd say. Yep. Feels good. (sighs) Yes, indeed. Swift and effective. I
9: have a question.
1: Go on, Ashley. It's your dime.
9: Curious as to when exactly you decided to adopt the pre-attack move announcement method.
10: What's this thing? Oh, yeah, that's right. What? Well, you did yell one-inch punch right before performing that exact move, Doc. Of course I didn't. No, you did. You did? Well, I I mean, it's not a big deal. I must have been thinking aloud. Yeah, not a big deal. Just lost in the moment. Precisely. Precisely.
9: So, this isn't the new standard operating procedure, No,
10: no. No, of course not.
9: Okay. How about yelling karate? Are we not adding that to protocol?
1: No way. Dear me. That's just ridiculous. Oh, but for the record, you did actually do just that, Mike. What? No, I didn't. You did? You did? Oh. Well... Most
10: embarrassing. Agreed. Hey, come on now. At least I'm being general about it. And what's that supposed to be? You're telling the opponent exactly what you're going to do. Just calling my shots, as it Calling your shots? A minute
1: ago, you were just thinking out loud. A testament to my newfound pugilistic confidence, Michael.
9: Good grief.
3: And how long did that go on for? What? Them arguing? Uh, I don't know. uh, About
7: 45 minutes or so, I was... Unconscious for most of it. So. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, laugh it up, you idiots. Hey, look, I'm just trying to get us out of here. How are we on time?
5: About thinking of your Earth, mi- uh, I mean, our Earth minutes until we're flushed out. Who's left? Look, uh,
1: maybe he's right. Me? Yeah, maybe we do suck at hinching. Are we using that word correctly? Wow. And it's not even my birthday.
4: This is a breakthrough. Fine. Let's assume we all aren't very good at our jobs. Or are terrible at them. Whatever. What would you do if you didn't hench? It's a verb Carpenter. Really? Yeah. Still working with my hands. Just uh,
1: more uh, constructive, I guess. Something real uh, to show for my efforts at the end of the day. You know?
5: Pretty cool.
1: Yeah. That is pretty cool. Quit pulling
4: my chain, jerk. No, I'm serious. That sounds like, like a great idea. I
3: wholeheartedly agree. What about you, not-handsome? Hmm...
6: Modeling, probably. 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 I... have a
5: confession to make.
4: What's that, IG-86? Well,
5: this is not easy for me to admit, but... I am... not human. No shit. You don't say. No, though it pains me to admit it. It is true. Were I not henching my dream job would be to be as you. To be a human.
3: Not really a job, as such. How about you, Judd the wise guy? Any alternates? Well, no, not really. I find that hard to believe. Yeah. Does not compute. I guess. There was something I tried a while ago that didn't really pan out. I'd rather not.
0: Very touching, boys, but we're down to our last holdout. Time to spill the mind beans, Judd.
6: Nope. What? You've been holding out on us, Judd? That's
0: right, League of Subordinary Henchmen. Our scanners indicate a suppression pulse emanating from your friend Judd here. What? You could have already been on your merry ways by now. You can
3: take a long walk out of a short airlock. I ain't spilling. Judd, just
0: give them what they want.
3: No way. Trust me, fellas. There's something going on here that we don't want any part of.
0: Fine. You want to play that way? How about I put a one-month do-not-hire flag next to your entry in the community directory? Do it. Done.
3: Great. I don't care.
0: That's two months.
3: Why not go for three? Judd.
0: You want three? You've got three. Good. More?
3: Oh, I ain't even breaking a sweat.
0: Five months. Five months?
3: That's a walk in the... Shit.
10: Hey. Hey, Judd.
3: What? Do I know? Oh, hey.
10: What's up, man? Glad I ran into you. We've been trying to get a hold of you. Maybe we got the wrong number at the audition a few weeks back. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, my... Sorry about that. I had to change my number unexpectedly.
10: No problem. No problem. So I gotta ask, uh, are you at all interested in the part that you read for?
3: What? Really?
10: Yeah, man. Why so surprised? Well,
3: I I just kind of went in there on a whim. I don't really have the experience acting. Well,
10: you could have fooled us. We were super impressed. Really? Yeah. I don't pretend to know how it's done. I like to stay behind the camera and relegate the art of acting to the realm of magic myself. But it's the type of thing that's it's unmistakable when you see it. That's... That's nice to hear. It's the truth. Look, I'm not going to pressure you one way or another, but it's a small independent film that we believe in, so I'm not interested in filling the roles with anyone but really gifted folks that are able to donate their time and talent. You think I'm gifted? All I can tell you is what I saw at that audition. You coming in, reading the pages, asking a couple of questions about the character, and then, in very short order, becoming that character for two minutes. Didn't everyone do that? Most didn't. Some did pretty good. You did exceptionally good. Whoa.
0: Michael! We're gonna miss the Bitcoin seminar!
10: Who's that? That's my fiance Beth. One second!
0: One! Let's go!
10: <laughs> I walked right into that one. <clears throat> uh, think about it. You have some time. We don't start shooting for five months. We're waiting for the summer. I...
3: I'll, I'll be away in five months.
10: Oh. Okay. I understand. Sorry.
3: I guess I... didn't expect to be picked for anything.
10: Well, I hope you find time to audition for other stuff in the future. I'm not the type to blow smoke. I I just think you're really talented. Well, thanks, Mike. Really glad I bumped into you, Judd. Take care, man, and have a good trip.
3: Thanks. You too.
1: How did you... How were you able to suppress the room before?
3: It's funny how easy it is to suppress certain memories when they're saddled with a decent amount
4: of regret.
0: We're done here. Thanks for your compliance.
4: Now, hold on. You're that guy's let Let's
0: make one thing perfectly clear. I don't owe any of you an explanation for anything. You were hired for a specific task, you performed that task, and now you're relieved of any further obligation or contact.
1: This is not here, man. We just displayed our private thoughts, our, our shame, on a damned room-sized screen for you and your cronies to gawk at.
3: Nah, she's the crony stranger. Make no mistake, they're pulling the strings. She's got no idea.
0: You have no idea.
3: Probably on a blind revenge kick against that mic guy.
6: What? he leave you for your prettier sister or something?
0: Okay, that's it! I'm initiating the murder clause from your contracts right now! <laughs> whoa, wait, wait, whoa,
11: whoa. No need to sully the walls in here with the blood of commonplace hirelings, Elizabeth. Fine! Gentlemen, as you can see, we're very busy here, so if you don't mind... Who are you? Who I am should be of no interest of...
3: He's Barry Star.
11: You're rather adept at gathering information, Mr. Judd Triton. Tell me... Based on your analysis of what you know of me, what do you think typically happens when
4: too much information has been acquired? Loud and clear, Mr. Starr. We were all just leaving. Let's go, Judd. Fine.
2: Well, now that wasn't so bad, was it? Time to go go already.
7: Go to the next thing.
3: I don't know what you think is going on here, or how much skin you have in the game so far. But take it from me, you're not that different from us. Go to hell! As far as motivation goes, revenge isn't much along the lines of longevity. How far do you really think these folks will take... That will be all, concierge.
2: This way, sir. Just past the hidden armory room and... ah, I've said too much.
11: Don't let those derelict souls get to you, Elizabeth. They can't possibly comprehend the scope of what we're accomplishing here. I know. Thanks to you and our unwitting plastic superhero fool... We have the coordinates we need to strike. Finally. To claim what should rightfully be ours. Finally. Are you going to join us in the bridge?
0: In a few minutes. I'm going to shut all this stuff down first.
11: Yes, of course. Carry on.
1: The Hadron Gospel Hour Produced by Richard Wentworth And Michael McWilkin. If you'd like more information Go to our website At HadronGospelHour.com And for all the most Up-to-date information Go subscribe to our newsletter At TinyLetter.com Slash gospel. If you listen to us on iTunes Please go over there now And rate and reveal us We'll see you next time On an all new Hadron!